At daybreak, the entire community of Artemé assembled throughout the main floor of the mansion, in rows on the stairs and on the balcony. "'Good morning,' Alex said crisply from the front window near the door that faced the sea. "'It's a bit crowded in here, but as Clive explained in your instructions, we have decided not to go outside until we know just how the people of Warbler plan to attack us. I'd like you all to know that an hour ago we attempted a peacekeeping mission by sending Gunnar Haluki out to speak with the Warblerans, but they would have nothing to do with him unless he gave up our two Warbler natives, as well as Samheed, Megan, and Lorni. Of course, that was out of the question. And try as he might, he was unable to get any sense of their method of attack. A murmur arose, and Alex paused, glancing at Sky. He went on. Haluki returned to us, and we now have Simba stationed on the lawn. Please stay quiet, and wait for me to give your team leaders the signal to exit the mansion and take your stations. Alex turned his attention to the window, watching as a fleet of twelve ships approached. At least there aren't a hundred, he remarked in a low voice to Florence. There must have been several lights on each ship. The warbler ships dwarfed Artemis' own pirate vessel, which Captain Ahab, the mildly insane statue, had moved to the lagoon for safekeeping. It seems like this could be an easy battle, Florence said. But that's exactly what worries me. Queen Agala is not a fool. And so we wait, Alex said. The ships sat in front of Artemé for at least thirty minutes without a single thing happening. The people inside the mansion whispered and shifted and tried not to bump each other. Sky and Crow grew more nervous as time passed. Soon Sky sidled up to Alex. They're up to something, she murmured. I'm sure of it. We're ready, he said, not taking his eyes off the ships. We're taking it seriously. I promise. He pressed his lips together, then added, Please do whatever it takes to keep you and Crow safe. If they come after you, take the tube to the library and then the steps up to the third floor. That's the safest place. Sky frowned. We want to help. Sky, Alex said in earnest, it would really help me to know that you are safe. The last thing we need is to have to rescue you from Warbler again. We have other places to go and people to rescue. Like your mother. I know. Sky closed her eyes for a moment and sighed. You're right, of course. But we're still helping. We need to. She didn't elaborate. But Alex knew she needed to help to prove that she was loyal to Artemy, even though no one doubted it. That's fine, Alex said. We want you to help, but I also need to trust you. You can fight, but do the right thing and hide if necessary. If necessary, Sky agreed. Got that, Crow? Crow nodded. At that moment, a large growl from outside the mansion turned into a full-on roar, making the mansion's windows vibrate. Alex's gaze darted from one ship to the next as large wooden planks quickly rose up from every deck. 
A dozen loud thwaps peppered the air, and the giant arms swung toward Artime, releasing objects into the sky. Catapults! Florence yelled. Get back! Away from the windows! Alex stepped back as a multitude of things flew toward the mansion. What the... he muttered. What are they? In the air, the things sprouted parachutes, slowing them down, and as they neared the island, they began to float toward the ground. They're people! Alex shouted. Warbler's first line is landing on the shore! And they aren't very big or scary looking, he thought, a bit puzzled.